You know, Wayne, just hearing the first few bars of this song makes me smile. I heard Crack does the same thing. So for longtime listeners of the Records Revisited podcast, you already know that we've been asking all of our guests the question, Toto's Africa, good or bad song? So this may seem like a completely random question, but there is a method to our madness. So for our new listeners that have jumped aboard the crazy train we call the Records Revisited podcast over the last several months, well, you all may not know the origin story about why we've been asking that question. So it's finally time for us to do an episode about Toto's Africa. And like the boys from Africa saying, we're going to take some time to do the things we never had like this episode. Isn't this the Records Revisited podcast? Cue up the theme music. So I'm the MC, the DJ, the host on the East Coast. I'm Ben Montgomery, and joining me is my co-host who seeks to cure what's deep inside because he's frightened of this thing that he's become. Here's my co-host from the left coast, Wayne Fugate. Worst lyrics ever. (laughs) Also joining us is the man behind all of this madness of Toto's Africa. Please welcome back, repeat revisitor, my buddy, my brother, Jeff Johnson. It's going to take a lot to drag me away from you, Ben. It's going to take <laughs> a lot to drag me away. Absolutely. So this episode is all about Toto's Africa. And, you know, I've tried to analyze why I love this song so much, Wayne, and you don't. And I have to believe that my love for this song is partly a byproduct of the music that played in my home in the 80s. My my parents were definitely into soft rock. It was during the late 70s and early 80s that yacht rock was at its peak, and there was a lot of yacht rock playing in my house. Yeah, you can't blame this on your parents. It, it, it goes deeper than that. There's something you don't like about yourself deep down. So, so help me with that. So help me analyze my love for... For this song, my love for Michael McDonald, Christopher Cross, that you've made fun of me. And I just smile every time that you criticize them. It just makes me laugh. Well, I, I, I don't know. It'd make more sense if you were Catholic. I don't know. Maybe an altar boy earlier. It seems like a bad experience has happened to you. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Man, we just went seriously dark. This is, I, And I think that I'm, I'm uncovering the reasons why you don't like Africa is... There is a dark place in your chest where a heart actually should be. I feel like I'm talking to the Grinch here. It's there. I was just going to say, it's like that. Like there's times where it gets three sizes bigger, which then it's normal size. But I don't know. This It's just a terrible song. The lyrics are ridiculous. The whole thing. And here's the thing. I'm doing a little bit of research that I don't understand is usually you don't get a next single unless you're the, the single previously is popular, Make Believe is the, is the worst song I've ever heard. <laughs> so I don't even know how the record company said, oh, we got to get another. We, these guys are hot. Let's get another single out there. Let's see if we can. It was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I got one word for you. Macarena. Living La Vida Loca. 
I got a word for you. Six six hundred and forty four million streams on Spotify. Six hundred forty four million, and that's just the one iteration of it. It is a huge, huge song. I know, but now you're dancing with popular is good. I'm not saying I'm not saying that everything popular is good. I'm saying here's the thing, and here's why this came up. Here's the thing I should first of all disclose. I just figured out while we were doing this that I can play Spotify without you guys hearing it, and it comes through my headphones with you. So I've been listening to Africa this entire time while you guys have been blathering on about why Wayne hates it. I'm just listening to it in my headphones, and it makes me smile. It just makes me smile. So here's how this whole thing started. I was listening to you guys, I'm pretty sure, on the Allison Chains episode. Uh, I'm driving along PCH, uh, beautiful view. I can see the ocean. I'm enjoying what you guys are talking about. And out of nowhere, I think maybe Ben brought up um, Weezer's cover of Africa, which I'm not a huge fan of. It's almost too faithful. Um, but uh, he he brings it up, and you disparage it. And I was blown away because I had no idea that there were even people who didn't like this song. I had no idea that people didn't like this song. I'd never heard it before. You were close. So the origins of the disagreement dates back to um, our episode last year. We did our most listened to songs of 2018. I had included the Weezer cover of Africa. So it was episode number 15. It was our most listened to songs of 2018. And your analysis, Wayne, of my selection was less than favorable. And that's where it where it started. And I think the Alice in Chains episode was when I talked about that I just had gone and seen Toto when they came to Orlando. So I, I got some inside information that this could possibly be one of the last times that Toto goes on full-on tour Thank God. and even Steve Lukather and some of the things that I read recently said after uh, the October 22nd uh, concert that they play that this is it for a while so yeah, it's called like four, 40 times around the sun tour right yes or 40 times around or some, something something to that effect so they're, they're playing here in LA tomorrow night at the Wiltern and, and I can't go because I have another event but I would go just out of spite for Wayne <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought him a t-shirt just just to like rub it in his face a little bit. Um Well, he told me he told me he bought me a t-shirt but I was too fat. Yeah. No, it was the sh- you're too fat. The shirt was too small. That's what I said that I'm too fat. I tried to buy your I shirt. Know, I know. Oh, okay. I thought you said the shirt was too fat. It wasn't fat. No, enough. I haven't found a shirt that's too fat for me yet. <laughs> So, so to that point, so so Jeff, you said that you listened to that episode. You almost drove your car off the side of the uh, <laughs> off the side of the the freeway. That might have been hyperbole, um, but yeah, that was the feeling. <laughs> so that was on our episode on on the single soundtrack. Here's a here's a recording of that. Here's something I wanted to get out there real quick that I regret about the first time I was on your show. I regret, uh, and I I plan on rectifying it today. Um, I regret my complete lack of forcing you to use your clown horn. I think that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> I think it was a real mistake. And uh, in those veins, I also want to clear something up with Wayne. I kind of I've got a little bit of a of a beef with him that I feel like I should clear the air before we discuss. Um, dude, Toto's Africa. You don't like Toto's Africa? What the. F- and that's a that's a great song. I, I've never met anybody who doesn't like Toto's Africa. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. 
I hope you're being deliberately provocative. That is a terrible song. It is amazing. Uh, I, oh, I love it. Really bad. I've never met anybody. I've never met anybody who doesn't like that song. I was so I, I remember where I was. I was driving to a comedy gig in Santa Barbara on PCH, and I almost ran off into the ocean when I heard you say that. I couldn't believe it. It just I was like, <laughs> he's he's faking this, right? <laughs> I'm going to come back in 20 minutes and you guys just fight it out amongst (laughs) yourselves. Okay. You can see that I've been wearing this. I've been wearing this ever since. I've just been like, let me get a chance. Just let me have one chance. If I get a hold of that Wayne Fugit, I'm going to tell him all about Toto and their terrible songs. Brutal. And we haven't even talked t-shirts yet. Oh, sorry. And so since we recorded that episode in early 2019, we've been asking all of our guests their opinion of Toto's Africa. There were a few guests from early 2019 that we missed. I did go back to a few of them and ask for their opinion. So, for instance, I saw Hannah Harbour. She opened for Larkin Poe a few months back, and I told her about our debate. And here's what Hannah had to say, um, directed completely at Wayne. Wayne, what the heck? Toto's Africa. Awesome. With that, ending at episode 57 with Liz Longley. So I'm leading in the contest with 18 yay, nine nays. And then we have the one in the special Matthew Ryan in different column because he went all Ayn Rand on us and said he doesn't think about Toto's Africa. Therefore, he doesn't have an opinion about Toto's Africa. Well, and to be fair, he doesn't have an opinion on it because he doesn't want to waste his time with it. He very much made it clear that it was a no. It's just like Liz Longley said, it's a, it's good. I think it's a good song when I'm drunk. That means when you're out of your mind and you're not thinking straight, you think this is a good song. I agree that we're asking musicians and, and asking a musician if it's a good or bad song. These people write songs for a living and probably, and, and not everybody's liked every song they've written. So I understand that they're on the fence. What's funny is every time you go to answer this question, ask this question, I, I cringe and I, and because I know it's coming. And then after it happens, I think to myself, maybe I'm being too hard on them. And every time I've done that and gone and listened to Africa, I, 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 I'm like, I'm absolutely right. There's no, there's no reason for this song to exist. I'm still and listening to I'm it. I'm just going to read. I'm still listening to it over you right now. I'm listening to it in the background to while you speak. It's the greatest soundtrack you're speaking I've ever heard. <laughs> you should walk around with Toto playing in your pocket because it makes you palatable. Okay, so 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 I told so I told you what the scoreboard was. So that was 18 yay, nine nays. Uh, we just did another episode with um, with Zach Meadows. He said well, no. You're so he's now your favorite, Wayne. Um, so that would be eighteen yay, ten nays. Um, however, I went back to a couple of our previous guests before we started asking the question. So I went back to um, Eric Dennison from Sunday Night Vinyl, and I asked him. And he said, so I'm a sucker for mellow tracks from the AM Gold and Yacht Rock vibe. Um, I personally like the song, but I have no use for Weezer's interpretation of it. Um, so he said, jot me down as Team Ben on this one. Um, so there's there's Eric. And then I went to, uh, to ask Nicholas Villalobos from Simply Three. And his response was, I love the song. How can you not even like it? It's not the best song ever written, but it just makes you feel good. 
What's not to like, Wayne? Which is the way I would phrase that question, Ben. That's what I've been trying to phrase the question. It makes me feel good. Heroin makes you feel good, too. Bring it on. If it comes with the soundtrack of Toto's it doesn't Africa, make it, it doesn't I'll make it give good. Give it a shot. I don't like needles. It doesn't make it good. I found this little smoking gun on the internet. So I will admit that I didn't I didn't fact check it so because it doesn't help me you, if it's if it ends up not being gonna, right. So I'm going to read. Gonna quote yes, I know you're going to quote him. I know you're going to quote him. <laughs> oh, he's going to quote. Go, go ahead. There you go. go. Ahead. Okay. Luke Aether said, I thought it was the worst song on the album. It didn't fit. The lyrics made no sense. And I wrote, I swore that if it was a hit record, I'd run naked down Hollywood Boulevard. That's how good I am at picking singles. I mean, I love the song now. Of course he does now. It's it's revisionist history. It already went to number one. But I'm just telling you, his his opinion at the time was that it was the worst song on the album and the lyrics made no sense. And I, I say, yeah, but how many how many times how many times does that happen on an album where uh, I think an, an artist doesn't even see their the biggest single they're going to have? Doesn't mean that how? I I think you can be self deprecating about some of your own work though too. Mm. I mean I I'm that way as a comic. Sometimes some of the things that I say on stage that get the biggest laughs, I sit and think about it and go, uh, I'm not even sure that that makes sense. But they laugh at it because of the wordplay, and I'm I'm gonna roll with it. If people like it and it makes them feel good, like and, and obviously they did something right because at the Grammys in 1982, they cleaned up. So. They won Grammy Award for Best Vocal Arrangement for Two or More Voices. That was for Rosanna, though. They did um, they did win the Grammy for Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalist. That was for the entire album. The Grammy Award for Record of the Year was Rosanna. So it wasn't Africa. That wasn't nominated. Grammy Award for Producer of the Year, the full band for Toto's. And... For, for Toto 4, and then the Album of the Year Grammy also went to Toto 4. I don't want to talk about the video because the video is completely nonsensical. Even though it has 500 million views, yeah, there's no need for us to talk about the, the video because that one doesn't make me smile. The music itself makes me smile. Do you know why it has 500 million views? Because that's one of the ways that people listen to songs yeah. that was by oh, going yeah. to YouTube. It's just one of the ways they listen to yep. it, just like Spotify. Uh, and and to hear the song, that's what they'll sit through. And and yeah, there's a lot of bad videos from that point in time. I get it. And I, I yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. The fact is, I'm going to quote Sheryl Crow. If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. If it makes you happy, then why the hell are you so sad? And it makes me happy. This song makes me happy. I I go to I go to the w- Magic Castle in Hollywood. The Magic Castle, uh, famous place for magicians. They've got a they've got like this. Um, they've got a ghost piano that like you can just call out songs to play. And it all, my favorite thing the first time I went was to go. Can you play Toto's Africa? And it played it. And it was brilliant. Okay, I loved it. Uh, and then I'm just gonna. I just want to real quick. I'm gonna go through other things that were popular in the '80s, <laughs> and let's see if we if we look back on them fondly let's now. Go. So let's go. Parachute pants, jelly shoes. Acid wash jeans, shoulder pads, spandex, leg warmers, and fanny packs. I say, are they still around? Are they still around? Did they endure? They did not. Africa endured. That's actually an argument in favor of Africa. Yeah. The fact it came out of the eighties and is still bo- so beloved today says that it was not just a flash of the pan eighties trend. Mm, I disagree. It's as bad as those. All things. those other things are gone. All those things are gone. 
they this song still endures. There's a lot of other songs that were popular at that point in time too that you don't hear almost at all anymore. This song is not one of them. It makes a lot of people happy. It's making it's people happy and being good are not the same thing. Popularity and being good are not the same thing. I just like I say, it's hard. But they're not automatically the opposite either. They're not automatically the opposite. You're not providing any evidence for why it's not good. You're just saying the fact that they're popular or makes people happy doesn't prove that they're good. But you're providing nothing on the counter side. It's without depth, and it's 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 too clean and and antiseptic. It's not. It doesn't feel heartfelt. I mean. I can say I'll admit that I'm a I'm a little less Lion King, a little more Hotel Rwanda when it comes to Africa. This isn't a place that's associated with all of this free and fun yachts. It's it's civil wars and blood diamonds and famine and warlords and human trafficking. It's not. This is a white guy's view places? of something that he's never have never been to, and I I just find it heartless and without depth. This is a new argument for it. That's why you're really digging deep for that. That's that's so. So Jeff, you need to tell the 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 second part of this whole story because I feel like we've just talked about the 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 song itself, but there's there's an extra part to this whole story. Yeah. So in June, um, we got ready to. My family went to London. My oldest son was already over there um, for college. He was doing study abroad, and so the other four of us got on the. Uh, we're getting on the plane, as we're standing waiting to board the plane, I look over and I'm like, I definitely recognize that guy, but I can't immediately place him. Like I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I know I know who he is, but I don't 100 percent know why. I know he's a musician, and I took a quick picture. I shot it to my friend Billy Davis. Uh, who is a musician, and he right away is like, that's Steve Lukather. I'm like, of course that's Steve Lukather. That's exactly why I recognize him. And all of Toto was getting on our flight to London. And this is right during the time. This is June, so we'd been embroiled in this conversation. We probably had recently recorded the uh, singles episode where I wanted to make sure my vote got counted. <laughs> one man, one vote style. The other weird thing is there was a co-worker on that, a former co-worker on that flight uh, that if you knew who he was, uh, and I was able to text other people I used to work with, it was such a bizarre occurrence. I'm like, this guy and the band Toto are on my flight to London. And they're like, are you having a fever dream? Because that sounds like a fever dream to me. And it's not funny to everybody else because they don't know this guy. But when you, if you knew who this guy was, it's, you would understand how Twilight Zone bizarre that was. And all I could think as we boarded this flight is like, great, if this thing goes down, they're not going to be like, Upstart comedian Jeff Johnson died on a flight. It's going to be uh, the band Toto died on this flight. So I was not going to get any publicity for it. Um, we got uh, we got delayed for three hours, I think, on the tarmac. Uh, and three hours we sat there just watching movies. And and then uh, during that time, I had the thought I should go up to I should go up to Lukather and be like, "Hey, man, if you really want to go viral." You should come back and play Africa to the audience. I'll record it. We'll make. And I just didn't have the balls to do it. I just didn't. I didn't do it. I wanted to do it so bad, and uh, I was trying to. Well, cre- he doesn't. He doesn't sing it. No, I know. I know. But yeah. I, 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 I would talk to any of them and just be like, "Hey, you guys should come do a quick acoustic version. It would go viral. There's no doubt that would go viral." As a plane sits there waiting for a takeoff, they would have gotten so much publicity for it. And I didn't have. I just didn't have the nerve to do it. But I was sneaking forward all the time trying to stretch uh, as to see like could I get up close enough to get a better glimpse uh and then 
they announced that we were going to get off the plane and be taken to, they're going to put us up in hotels uh, because the flight wasn't going to be able to leave because there was not a part for our flight. Um, and, and to head back to our seats and gather our things. Three minutes later, they go, we got the part. We're good to go. And I'm like, did you? Did you get the part? Uh, it felt a little fishy. And then we took off. And then after an all-night flight and a three-hour delay, we got to uh, we got to baggage claim at Heathrow. And there is Toto. And I went up to Steve Lukather, and I told him all about the Records Revisited po- podcast. I told him about this feud about Toto, uh, about Africa. And and to be fair, he, he didn't side with you, but he's like, I understand it. I understand why why there are people who don't like it he goes uh he goes we play it a lot and it's uh i get it it's kind of it's kind of uh you know it's kind of goofy uh in that way but he he just kind of shrugs he's like well here's what it is you know uh so anyway it was kind of fun experience that's about it and i wonder if i had if i had steve lukather on the on the podcast would it change wayne's opinion at all because i'm reading his i'm reading his biography right now and he just yeah, thinks, i don't have a poor opinion of steve lukather <laughs> you just have a poor opinion of his song i don't think he wrote the song i don't he know did that not. He, he did not but he's that. associated he's associated with toto the, the and, guitar on it but guess who else plays the guitar on it and i didn't even know this but timothy b schmidt plays 12 string and does some backing so <laughs> that can't that's that's odd to me that i subconsciously somehow possibly knew that that is very weird that is weird it could come from that could be part of it. I think we, but it's not all. I think we, we just got it. Have uncovered the reason why Wayne hates this song, and it the uncovering is Timothy B. Schmidt. He does twelve string acoustic guitar and backing vocals, and that is why you have an irrational dislike of this song. I don't feel that it's irrational. That's what it is. It's Timothy. B. I think that, that I, I think that that has to be part of it, but I didn't know that, so I. I couldn't. It has to be subconscious, very deep. It's totally subconscious. I, I tell could you. hear him. I could hear him in there. I'll give you. But uh, I'll give you a pass for it and say you're wrong. But I understand why. <laughs> I understand why. I'm just telling you that out of all the songs from that era, this is definitely one of the more enduring classics from that yacht rock era. This is one of the biggest that there is, and it endures for a reason because people still like it and they still enjoy it. <sighs> People like a lot of stupid things. I'm not. I, I that's just to me. I mean, I say there's so many number one hit songs that they disappear. I can, that one hit wonder style. They disappear, and we and we would all. Yeah. They disappear. They were number one though, and I. That's the point. Is people like things that my point is is, is that, that things good. that endure have it. There's a different legacy for that. If something sticks around. And there's things when you look back at it and you go, I'm kind of embarrassed that I like that. And and people don't like it or they like it ironically at that point. And that's not what, what Africa is. Africa is absolutely it, – it, it's not hyperbole to call it an enduring uh, classic in terms of yacht rock and in terms of music. It's classic. People consider it classic. It endures. That's that's It, t- it stands the test of time. I feel labeling it classic uh, hurts other actual classic things, but it's – we agree to disagree. I can I can say that. So Wayne, have have you asked your therapist about your disdain for Timothy B. Schmidt yet? <laughs> no, it it had. I, I have so many other things to wade through. By the time I get to Timothy B. Schmidt, I have a feeling my therapist may have retired. I might I might be break, breaking in a new one. Don't you like faster, Pussycat? 
<laughs> Absolutely. Seriously having this conversation? Uh, oh yeah. my god. Uh, I I'm not saying that once again oh. people like stupid things. I'm not I'm not going to I it that only helps my argument. That's all as far as I can tell. No, it doesn't. I like it. It definitely doesn't help your argument. It doesn't help your argument. You liking faster <laughs> pussycat. Well, lots of people like them. I mean, when they still tour and they mm-hmm. still they they sell out small venues, but they still people still like, like them. So that doesn't make it that doesn't make them good or bad. They were they were playing my hallway closet last week. <laughs> Nobody attended. I Nobody. Think, I think there was no encore. Were, uh, there were no lighters. Wow, I must that must have been tough to get in because I saw them not too not too many years ago and the place was packed. Small venues indeed. All right. All right. So so I want to throw out just a couple things as we wrap up this episode. So to Jeff's point of if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Wayne, whenever I ask our guests the question of Toto's Africa, good or bad song, does it make you unhappy when I ask that? <laughs> no. I, no, I'm as big a fan of the running gag as anybody. It, I'm just saying every time oh. it just puts me on the spot and I'm uncomfortable with that, but I, I cringe on the inside and this is this is not TV, so I can I can make whatever ill nauseous face I want and then I wait for their response and then I and typically I'll go, maybe I'm being too hard and I'll listen to it and it reaffirms that my my opinion is correct. It's my favorite part of every every episode. It's my <laughs> favorite part. Hundred percent. I love when you get to the point where you ask the question. It's my favorite. Okay. So so I'm gonna ask this of, of my co host, not my my occasional guest co host. So Wayne. When do we stop the gag? Do we do it when we get to a certain number of episodes? When when, when it doesn't make Jeff happy anymore? I think <laughs> I think that's I think, I think when Jeff texts you and says, "All right, it's enough. Or, We're, I'm done." It doesn't it doesn't make me smile? It's not my favorite part. Or if we have Steve Lukather or David David Peck on on the episode to talk about Africa, I mean, is that when we we stop it? I mean, what? Or, or is is Jeff our our guideline for when we we uh, stop asking our guests that question? Getting uh, a getting a member of Af- of Toto would be an amazing way to end that. I will I will say it. Ah, uh, yeah, I I can't deny that for uh, podcast theatrics, uh, see somebody from Toto actually being asked the question. I guess I, it's unlikely that they're going to side with me, and I, I think that it wouldn't. It's never going to be the argument will never be done. I'll never like it. So it, it can stop whenever you'd like, Ben. I, I Maybe something else will come up and, and you'll find a new question to ask. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know of any other enduring type of questions. I mean, I guess we could ask people your opinion, Sister Christian, your opinion of Billy Squire's <laughs> um, rock me tonight video, good or bad. Oh, come on. That, that thing trashed his career. That's not, that's, that was just a bad choice. I mean, but yeah, he, he paid for it. Yeah. I will say that when you get to the point where you don't have that on the episode, uh, it will, it will be a sad day in a way because it is what ties all the episodes together in a way. Uh, and that is fun. That is fun as a listener to go. I know it's coming, uh, and it ties them together. I know that you should probably have an end to it, uh, that makes sense, but, uh, yeah, that's the question. What else do you replace it with? That's this fun like that. That's the fun running gag. Running gags are fun for a reason. If it went on forever, I, it wouldn't bother me at all. 
I thought the running gag would be the t-shirt thing, but Wayne keeps buying t-shirts for every single episode. <laughs> I think the running gag is just going to be, he's going to need to start taking pictures of how full his closet is of t-shirts. Yeah, it's, uh, it's out of, it's out of hand. It's a double bar closet and it, it's both top and bottom. They're not packed tight. So I got some room, but, uh, yeah, I just I just picked up and I picked up a shirt this week. I didn't I didn't even mean to. I didn't even plan to. I know it's a great shirt. I can't wait for you to uh, reveal it. So, all right, did we did we beat this dead horse enough? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah, all right, let's let's wrap this up. So, as a reminder, you can find all of our happenings on our Facebook page for the Records Revisited podcast. We're on Instagram hashtag Records Revisited Podcast, Twitter at podcast records find all of our episodes by going to recordsrevisitedpodcast.com or you can download episodes on apple podcasts castbox stitcher iHeartMedia, etc so thanks for listening please go support the art go to a live show buy a t-shirt of the band maybe even toto's africa if we have three x uh buy a record visit a record store and not just on record store day we are records revisited and we are out out out